When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Happy Wednesday, everyone. This is Brian filling in for producer Grant for the Lori and Julia show, heading into the last hour of the show. So later this hour, we have Vintage Scandal, Holly with the Dirt Alert, but right now we are giving away some Fandango movie passes for two to see Marry Me. Be the fourth caller to win the movie passes at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Marry Me with Maluma, Owen Jay Wilson, and, and Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson. And I saw it last night, but I cannot give my review till tomorrow. Okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear about it. Well, Jed Benifer had their first 2022 red carpet and you know uh for the movie uh, premiere for the movie premiere she's wearing what would really look to me like a wedding dress that you would wear after the party and you came down the big grand staircase and waved goodbye to your guests as you get in your limo or your bed it was a wedding dress but it looks like yes. an after and like, after the wedding like after the wedding after you're leaving and going on your fantastic honeymoon uh, jetting off in a private jet Dress is what it looked like. It's very well. What else? It's Jalen. It's Jalen. And Ben was there, and you know she was there for the last duel in the tender bar red mm-hmm. carpets, and he showed up, and he seemed absolutely delighted to be there. He's all in the body language, the eyes, the enthusiasm. They look so happy together. They really do. So she was on it's the View posted. this morning, mm-hmm. and um. They were asking her, you know, she said that um, this, she loves rom-coms. She grew up with rom-coms, and they're saying, why does anyone make them anymore? And she goes, I have no idea, but I love them, and I'm going to keep making them. Yeah. And then she said, um, she said something about how her character in the movie Marry Me is very much like her herself in real life. And one yeah, because she's a superstar. She People is. know who she is. Exactly. People know her real Life, you know, I've seen her go through breakups and makeups and and a point. Yeah. Know, and she kind of talked that. about, um, um, you know, this is the first time she's done a product when she did Selena. She did the singing, but it was Selena's. No, she didn't. She didn't even singing. do the singing. No. So this one where she's singing, she produced the movie. She produced the album. Mm-hmm. Um and she said it was really fun to do that. And the music in it is kind of fun. It was. Lori, yeah. Because we didn't like the ballad that we played last Friday. No, but mm-hmm. this Marry Me song I really liked. And okay. she, they asked her about second chances in love, and she kind of laughed. And she said, it is fantastic. I recommend it. If you can ever get a second chance at something, she was just, she was so happy. Yes. And so those photos are very cute. Mm-hmm. And she, it's a white lace mini very bright looking. She's so great. Those are posted on the Lori yeah. and Julia show page. Okay, so um, Mission Impossible 7, Julia, is taking its title too seriously. Well, when was this even... Was it supposed to be out yet? Or did, was this the one that took like 900 
It's been a mess. They shot it in Italy, then they shot it in England, and this is where he had the oh, Tom Cruise had the outburst at the people working on the set. He rented a cruise ship to That's house right. people during oh, and there was pretty much a lot of it filmed during COVID. I think it started before. It but. started before. It's a combination combination of location shooting. Tom Cruise insisting on doing his own stunts. Um, Which shut it down because didn't he get hurt during this? Yes. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Control, yep. control, control. But the Mission Impossible franchise has made $3.5 billion worldwide in six movies. Wow. With the most recent Mission Impossible Fallout being the most successful, that earned $791 million on $190 million production bu- budget. So this Mission Impossible 7 is expensive as hell because Tom has been wearing the world this Tom cruising all over the world. Right. Um, and he's been to Italy, Poland, Norway, and the United Kingdom and the United Arab Emirates. All to film this. All on this one okay. movie. And wow. not to mention that jumping from trains doesn't come cheap. Okay, it doesn't. Because they're shutting yeah. down a real railroad, you know, line and everything. And apparently... Um, all the costs broke the budget back this summer, and Paramount is now kicking millions into the movie because Skydance, the other producing partner, has already met their contractual obligations money-wise. They have to come up with about $250 million. The movie is now at $290 million to wow. make so far. That's crazy. And that's before marketing. Oh, yeah. And the movie isn't coming out. It just got pushed back. To 2024 or something. 2023. Mark your calendar. July 14th, 2023. It is is Tom Cruise's, he's not going to be happy about that. But yeah, Variety adds that China is very important to the movie since Mission Impossible Fallout was 200 million of the 791 million that movie earned. Mm -hmm. And what I'm taking that to mean is that they might be editing out some 100%. things uh, for yeah. that. and uh, But like there are tensions <laughs> between the U.S. Yeah. and China. Yes. So who even knows what will happen? But also, uh, they are mo- making the eighth and final movie right as soon as they're done editing this so that it, Tom's Ethan Hunt character can have a culmination, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Does that mean oh? Operating Thetan level twelve. I, yeah, I have no <laughs> idea, but it means the penultimate movie and the in the finale will be within a year of each other. Possibly, Something like that. yeah. But it's making like people are just like, whoa, they're very worried That's about a lot of how money. much and how much this has cost and. I don't know, maybe Miscavige is going to have to dip into those Scientology tax-free well, funds that tax-free. Leah Remini says they have a lot of, and we believe her. And they own half of uh, Florida. Yeah. Oh, you know. Julia, my girl, Sharon Stone, covers Rake magazine, looking like a million. Well, she does look like a million bucks. Bombshell. And um, David gets, you know, everything in the interview is basically stuff that was in her memoir, which I did not read. Which surprises me. 
Julia, I love Sharon unconditionally. It doesn't won't. matter what her <laughs> memoir is. Maybe I'll get it and I'll read it on an upcoming trip. But You will not. You're such a liar. Oh, well, I do like to read a memoir. So do I. Yeah, like uh, I want to read a Michael Caine memoir, but he's written four of them. So do I, do I take the last one that he wrote? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, but Sharon... Uh, is uh, talking about a lot of things. She talked about becoming famous, 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 famous. At the same time, Princess Diana was famous. So early 90s, you know, Mm -hmm. Basic Instinct, I think, was 92. And also she talks about, and this was in her book, about she was sexually assaulted by her grandfather. And uh, the name of her book is called The Beauty of Living Twice. And she was told, you know, basically, shut the hell up and be a good girl and don't talk about this. And she's like, that is not healthy. And I'm glad that we're not that way anymore, but I don't know that we're not that way anymore. Right. So it's kind of a lot of, um, you know, just obviously the writer read her book and wanted her to just go in depth on it. Cause she talks a lot. So I guess I really do need to, to read it. Julia, since she's my I gal. guarantee you won't. Uh, not, not this year. Not this year. No, I, I know you. All right. Well, she looks really <laughs> you amazing. You talk about a lot of your people, but you don't. I wanna. You don't. You don't do. Yeah. Even because I, the love is unconditional. You, yeah. you don't need to. <laughs> put it that way. Okay, so like, if Johnny Depp wrote a memoir, would you read it? Depends on who his co-author was. Right. You know, I wonder how he's doing selling his we, NFTs. Listen, we have not heard from him in a while. Well, uh, he's only active on Insta and his movie. Minim- not even barely, Lori, because I barely. But I mean, his movie Minimata is on one of the streaming services and it's a true story. And it was made like three years ago. And that it was supposed to be kind of good. I thought, yeah, yeah. He's not the lead in it. Someone else is. I feel like, uh, no, he is. He is playing the character. I think. And anyway, but he just doesn't act in anything. And no one hires him. No one will hire him. All right. So Serena Williams, I think she's done Laura. She's won 23 grand slams. She's got to be excited about King Richard. Oh, she was. Yeah. But she says she's, she's 40. And she's prepared for retirement. She says the clock is ticking. Um, when she didn't show up to the Australian Open, I doubt she'll be. I think she's done. Mm-hmm. I mean, my gosh, to train as hard as you have to train to play at that level. I, I feel like she's done. But she just says, and she credits her dad, because we learned this in the movie King Richards, that Will Smith, who played their dad, his advice was always be prepared for what happens if this doesn't work. Be prepared for this. Always plan ahead, plan ahead, plan ahead. And so she just said basically for over a decade, she's been getting herself ready to step away from tennis. Okay, let me Hollywood speak mm-hmm. that. It's taken her 10 years to decide she can finally give up tennis. Yep. That's how much she people don't want to retire no. from a sport that they love, that they're That they love, that at. they're great at. Yep. Yeah. And now she's. Got, I will miss seeing her play. Though. Yeah, her daughter is whatever three. Maybe Four. they want to have another kid. Yeah. That's know. what she said. So her clock is ticking. Her, the clock is ticking yeah. at forty, and Venus has reassured her. Look at me. I was started out as a star, and I'm fine. Right. <laughs> Look at me. You. You. I the mean, very I didn't first know year that you until, came out, you were better than me. Yeah, but I didn't know that until I saw was King Richard that it was star. Venus was. Yeah. And Naomi, this just making me think of tennis. And I just want to give a shout out for tennis on Selby, um, Deb, who owns it. 
They, I almost bought. What is it? What is it? It's a tennis shop on Selby Avenue in St. Paul. Tennis on Selby. Tennis on Selby. That's Mm -hmm. the name of it. Yeah. Cute. And um, I went in there yesterday to buy some tennis shoes and um, they have the Naomi Osaki new shoe. Osaka. Osaka shoe Mm -hmm. by Nike. It's very fancy. If you want a fancy shoe. I couldn't do it. How much? 150. Oh. That's what they are. That's not so bad. No, that's. that's, Is that kind of what it is? That's kind of. Right now. A tennis shoe? Yeah. A court shoe. A court shoe. Yes. Um, but there, if you like the, you know, the sparkles and stuff, it's really sparkly. I couldn't do it because yeah. that's too flashy. Yeah. You know, that would demand you could play okay. better than I can. <laughs> okay. You know, the pressure of wearing a cute outfit. All too right. much sometimes. All right. Uh, Brian was our winner. Happy about the Marry Me? Oh, she Even? was okay. ecstatic. Okay, okay. good. All right. Listen, we'll be right back with Holly and the Dirt Alert. Is a my talk dirt alert. Hello, Holly. Happy hump day. Oh, yes. Happy hump day indeed, Lori and Julia. Let's start off this dirt alert 520 with some rich entertainers. Okay. Peter Jackson is topping Forbes' highest paid entertainers list, earning $580 million. Peter Jackson, the director? Yes, Peter Jackson, the director. What's so rich? He just did something. He sold off his visual effects company. Oh, for how much money? Lord of the Rings, all that stuff. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, no, he must have gotten a lot because I don't ever remember him being on the top of any entertainment no. list. No, you know, looking at this list this year, uh, the top two, Peter Jackson, so he earned $580 million because he sold off his special effects company. And then number two, oh, by the way, did want to let you know that Weta Digital sold for $1.6 billion deal. Wow. Yeah. And he earned $600 million of that. (laughs) Yeah, Bruce Springsteen, number two on this list from Forbes, earning $435 million. And that's because because he sold? Yep, he sold his category. Yep, he sold sold that to uh, Sony for $500 million. Wow. Back in December. Now, uh, yeah, you know what? Here's what we're learning from this list. Build a company and sell it off. Mm -hmm. And that... Be an amazing songwriter and have a huge catalog and... Sell it. Yeah. yeah. Now, Jay-Z, number three on this list, took home $340 million wow. after he sold his stake in title to Jack Dorsey, his company Square, for $300 million. And then Reese Witherspoon, uh, the highest paid female entertainer, uh, again, selling your company. She sold a stake in her production company, Hello Sunshine, and, uh, you know, selling out, cashing in. That explains her lack of response with my movie and TV ideas for Hello Sunshine. You're putting it in the wrong direction. The wrong. Oh, I was tweeting him directly to her for the longest time. She's still involved, Lori. I know, but I'm just saying. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's just going in the ether. I should just stop while I'm ahead. You know what? But I love how she says it to authors like she knows them. I know. Should I let Reese know about your book? <laughs> I can see it being a six or eight part TV special, maybe on Hulu. I'm good friends with Reese. I'll send her a note. We need to get Lori an agent, oh, a yeah. literary agent, <laughs> so that you can package these stories. Honest to be. We read so many damn books. We should have one. Yes. And then you go off and you pitch them to Hollywood and yeah. then somebody's going to option them. Speaking of Hollywood, have you watched Holly? Uh, All of You Are Dead, the Netflix, you know, the second Korean um, show to be number one? Uh, is that the zombie yes. one? Yes. I have not watched it. So good. So, t- so what is it about? It's, Give the pitch. It, I mean, it is it is about high school, and it is about this <laughs> high school science teacher, and his son is getting bullied, and he's experimenting with, like, giving him some kind of an injection to make him be stronger to fight the bullies. So even though it's a zombie thing, and it goes terribly awry, and all of that, it is also talking about how people treat other people, about bullying, about the epidemic, you know, the infections, being asymptomatic but being contagious, about the ways that people... It, it is under the shallow premise of the high school and the zombie, there's uh, quite a bit of depth to the messages in this 12-part TV series, and it's terrific. So what's it called again? All of You Are Dead. All of You Are Dead. Mm-hmm. The Venn diagram of high school and zombies coming together yeah. for Lori. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, but I mean, it's the second Korean uh, show because it follows on the heels of Squid Game that the whole world is watching and Americans, number one, you know, country. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, you know, Korean films and television are are wonderful. Yeah. So, you know, I'm glad that uh, we have access to things like that in uh, via Netflix. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, you know, maybe what some of these celebrities who are the highest paid entertainers of the year might want to buy into something, and that would be the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit film and gaming rights. That is up for sale. It's going to cost you a pretty penny, at least $2 billion. Wow. Now, if you buy this, that means that you'll have the opportunity to exploit the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit in a film, a video game, merchandising, live events, theme parks, uh, whatever you want to do. Who's selling it? Who owned it? Um, it is a holding company. Oh, that, that Peter Jackson sold it to or J.R. Tolkien's people? Right, sold it that's to. what I was thinking. <laughs> well, uh, there's a company called Zantes Company, and they own the rights to this in conjunction, I think, with the Tolkien family. family. Okay. Yeah, so you'll have to work together yeah. with the Tolkien family. But, you know, look, man, wow. Amazon spent half a billion dollars on this Lord of the Rings series. Jeez. Oh, that, wow. That's coming out in September. The commercial is debuting during the big game on Super Bowl oh, Sunday. Oh, it is. Okay. Are, do you think people are going to be excited about that? I think so. Yeah. I think, you know, Amazon has been working on this for a couple of years. And quite frankly, I think there's just a curiosity factor. Half a billion dollars. What does that look like? Uh, I, um, Stephen, no. Fabulous. I'm Jeff Bezos' ship. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But I mean, for a show? 
I have no idea. It's going to be, it should be incredible. Nutty. Yeah. Hey, Super Bowl Sunday, one of the performers this year, Snoop Dogg, he's made a big purchase. He has acquired Death Row Records. Mm -hmm. Did he get it on a sale? (laughs) Well, you know. That one was on Death Row. Yeah. (laughs) Well, terms of the transaction were not disclosed, but a source close to the situation tells Variety that Snoop Dogg's acquisition of the record label and the brand is the first part of a transaction that he's going to acquire some of the label's music rights. Now, that would be his own music, Mm -hmm. the music that he came out with in the early 90s, and then other unspecified artists. Who owned uh, Death Row Records? Well, it was founded by Suge Knight. Oh, who's in jail. Yes. Yeah, who's in jail. And uh, Death Row was controlled by private equity funds. Okay. At this point. Oh, so, All right, good for Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Snoop Dogg, just a reminder, he's going to appear with Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar during the Super Bowl halftime show on Sunday. Do you think the opening song is going to be California Love or they all come out? Hmm. Either the first song or the last song. Okay. But, but it has to be at least the intro or the finale. Yes, okay, there you does. go. There you go. All right, Holly, yes. I knew, you'd, I knew you'd have a good musical opinion on that. We're excited for this halftime show. It will be very. F- who are you the most excited? Um, I was, think all of them. All, all of them because M- I love Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Mary J. Blige M- Snoop, yeah. Kendrick. I'm excited for them all. I want Dr. Dre to do dig- Hot Diggity or whatever Diggity, whatever oh, that diggity. song is. Yeah, you know. Like I mean, way. yeah, so many good songs. Oh yeah, with Black Street. No, I was yeah. like Hot Diggity. Yeah, like, diggity, hot no, diggity. Diggity. <laughs> diggity. Go Diggity. Black Street. Go Diggity. What's he got? Hot Diggity, Hot yeah. Diggity, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be a throwback. You know, and I think that the energy is going to be really high for this Super Bowl halftime show because uh, most of these performers, Los Angeles is their hometown. Yeah. So they're really going to bring it. Um, well, I don't. Nobody is really going to see this Halle Berry Patrick Wilson movie. Oh my god! I heard it was terrible. terrible. Uh, the only one who really kind of liked it was Chris Hewitt. He gave it two and a half stars. Oh really? So not a total and complete pan. Yeah, but it's not making any money. But I think it's streaming somewhere, and that's probably where it'll do better. Yeah. Well, you know, the New York Post has the headline today: of Patrick Wilson headline. He may have eaten his donk's poop. So if that's oh, going to get no. you into the movie theaters, then her you know, fall. yeah, I know. Right. I saw Ali Berry explaining she was the research physicist on the NASA expedition. I was just like, I don't know why. I don't think that's a good role for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Holly. All right, guys, it's Wednesday, so let's get scandalous. And then there was a scandal. Vintage. One of my favorites, scandal. and I love that you're doing it this week instead of me. I know, I know. I well, love. I love you know learning. What? I, I just sit back and listen. We had two choices this week because there's there's the Pam and Tommy show on Hulu and also yes. the Secrets of Playboy on A&E. And there's scandals to both. And I might do the Playboy one next week. I just okay. wasn't ready for all. I wanted to watch one more episode. And you and I have both watched three episodes of Pam and Tommy. Yes, we have. But one of the things um, that I was struck at watching the third episode is that they bill it as the greatest love story ever sold. And I, I, I wanted to do some digging. I was like, Oh, you know, I don't know this, this, I mean, this eight episode show about this infamous 1995 family Anderson, Tommy Lee sex tape tape is at its core about a violation of privacy. Privacy, 100%. Because it was a stolen tape. 
They never gave consent. It was made between the two of them in the private moment. And maybe, I mean, and now I just feel dirty about how much I enjoyed watching this tape in a hotel room with Casey. We rented it. This was years after it came out. Because when it first came out, you know, those guys were selling VHS tapes of it for $55. Got it. We see that in a trailer, what's coming. But, you know... Because I thought it was so sweet. Well, it was sweet because it was just between the two of them and it wasn't meant for anybody right. else's eyes. So if you feel gross watching this show, I'm going to make sure that you do feel gross if you haven't felt gross already. <laughs> well, because, I never even saw the video. Yeah, it's it's they never wanted anyone to see yes. that. And it, we see the this episode, this Hulu series. It was stolen and distributed at great profit to various men. And the story of that piracy is now this TV series. And it's at a great profit to the team who made it. Right. Without the consent of the woman at its center, just like the original tape. Irony, right? Because Pamela Anderson is not not, for this. And, And as for the love story part of it, I mean, I feel like Hulu is doing... I, I met whether they're being ironic or not, but Tommy Lee is a convicted domestic abuser who struck Pamela Anderson when she was holding their infant son three years after the events. Okay, that I totally show, forgot this. That this show takes yes. place. Okay. okay, and he has a long history of alleged other violence and billing his relationship with Anderson as a love story is problematic. You know, sure, 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 sure. But um, Lily James has gotten a lot of advanced praise for her Pamela Anderson impersonation, which is very convincing, right down to having gone through 45 pairs of prosthetic breasts. She had a new pair every day. Yeah. But, um, and so I guess the question that um, this columnist at, I think it was CNN, Wrote, she said, you know, she wondered is if the person you're impersonating isn't on board with what you're doing. How do you do it? Y- yeah, how do you do it? And they did reach out to Pamela Anderson, of but um, it, you think about it in the age of Me Too, which it's kind of shocking that it's on the air, Lori. It, they did not get okay. any consent. It's kind of, and the whole shocking. series is about the importance of consent. And they show how Pamela Anderson, like they have, the creators have bent over backwards, patting themselves on the back about how they're showing what this did to Pamela Anderson. They're trying to be kind to her and all that kind of stuff. I think Lily Jane, we really want to portray her in such a gentle, kind way, but yet at the core of it, it is reintroducing. Yeah, a so woman in her life. So here's what one of the creators said. These people were victims of a crime and they were completely against this video tape being released and spent a lot of money trying to stop it. Right. They were horrified that it was in public and they were traumatized by it. So much of this show is about the behind the scenes strength and heroism of Pamela Anderson in the way that she dealt with and got herself through it, which doesn't address the fact at all that it isn't his story to tell and she didn't give her consent. And how do they really know that that's how everything played out as far as from Pamela Anderson? But Variety, in a story, another story that I read, um, she has, she's furious when Pamela she finds Anderson. out. Pamela Anderson. Yeah, Pamela Anderson, mm-hmm. when she finds out the electrician 
that Tommy Lee Stiff for fifteen thousand dollars. Yep. He paid for this. He was out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Fifteen thousand dollars because he thought the rock guy was going to be good for the money. Well, and he told him he was. Yeah, and then he gets abruptly fired because yep. Tommy Lee is a nut walking around in his thong With and everything. Shotgun. Yeah, and um, so they steal this safe, and so. No one, I guess, making the series saw the irony of, um, and I guess the show even plays recreations of the tape over and over and over again, starting with the fourth episode tomorrow. Okay. If you never got to see the tape in the first place, you will now have your chance. So it's creating new interest in getting this tape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not likely, you know, I mean... This isn't like, you know, like Monica Lewinsky was part of Ryan um, Murphy's American Crime Story. She produced it, so she had input on her character. Right. Pamela Anderson has talked about how absolutely horrified, because basically they had the whirlwind romance. They marry after four days of courtship in February of 1995. They're on a beach. They get their names tattooed on each other's finger and their um, newlywed bliss is shattered. Like, and she's filming Baywatch fighting for like some emotional story arcs and they just want her to run. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so when she finds out about this. It's only like eight months after they're married. Mm. And it it made more than $77 million in the first year it was out. VHS tapes. That's mailed, crazy. Mailed to homes. Mailed, mailed to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Lee was praised among every the men. But Pamela Anderson, if you go back and you look at any of the media... Completely slut shamed, and they exhausted every legal avenue they had trying to recover and control the video. They didn't make a cent. The video is still in circulation, and um, it is sympathetic uh, towards her. But it's only um, it's just ironic about we're this long overdue reexamining something that happened of a sacred private moment that wasn't ever meant to be shared. Mm-hmm. How. It was exploited for a quick buck, and her career never, never recovered, recovered. Yeah, after that, she yep. was a laughing stock, yep. a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, barbed wire was coming out, and mm-hmm. she was really and truly heart sick about it. So I don't, I don't know. But other, you we're know, not going to see much. We're not going to see more more after that. We're not going to really see. Um, like Tommy Lee is stoked about the show. See, and he shouldn't be. He looks. It mm-hmm. reminds you what a Dinkus Moranis that guy is. He gave it blessing a long but time. He's ago. such a. He feels. He, he just whatever. But so, but other biopics, if I'm putting it in no, that yeah, kind of yeah, category, yeah. have been made without people's consent. This happens all the time. This one because feels violating. It does because it's about a sex tape. And just two years after the the sex tape leaked and almost exactly three years to the date of their marriage she filed for divorce um from him in 98 and she first filed for divorce um like a year and a half after they got married supposedly because of the stress of the tape the money they were paying uh and lee's drinking habits but she withdrew it two weeks later she got pregnant again 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was arrested and everything. And they and then in the dirt, which was Tommy Lee's uh, memoir, he he um, really defended himself about you know pushing her when she was holding oh. the baby. And he then they tried to give things another shot in 1990. I mean, they really have been. They were back and forth and back and forth, and she married and divorced Kid Rock and got Kid Solomon, Rick Solomon. I mean, the 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 story, her story. You know, she might give a blessing on like her, a biopic of her whole thing, but she hates that this is bringing the interest back when, to the sex tape. Back to the sex okay. tape. Yeah. Well, because I like people like me. Even I, I don't want to see this. I barely see, ever wanted. I didn't. It. I wasn't interested. I, everyone's like, you've got to see it. I'm like, so if you're watching it, just know. Mm-hmm. That, you know, Pamela Anderson is very upset about it. I know we're going to quit watching about it. But if you're feeling kind of icky about it, it's okay. This is why you're feeling icky about it. Because basically it is gross that the story is being told. um, And it's based off of a Rolling Stone article where it came out about this electrician and this skeevy guy, Uncle Milty, Mm -hmm. who try and chop it around in every... Every porn place around, no one would take it. Would take it because they didn't have their consent. But right. then, uh, well, why, Rudy, why? no, Rudy realizes that they there is this thing, the internet, where you can find anything, and yeah. you could put up your address, and you could ma- mail people VHS tapes, and they made seventy-seven million in years. I just googled on Amazon, uh-huh. so you can buy the VHS. Yeah, guess how much? Twenty. Five hundred dollars for the like an original oh, copy uh, of the VH. VHS. Oh, gross. so, so she's still even out. Oh. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, like I to wanna... see how much of a career. Like she became the butt of so many jokes, right? And it kept her from getting movies and other TV shows. And mm. now I want Ryan Murphy to like hire Pamela Anderson and give her. She's something gonna be great. the new Sharon Stone. Uh, let her be or mm-hmm. somebody's career that could just. Right. You know, she could do some acting. So. Yep, I see. All right, it. there we All go. Right. We'll be right back. Okay, so it it's hop day, people. And um, the Olympics, it's a big night if you want to watch it because it's the men's figure skating finals. And Nathan, um, what's... Skiing, snowboarding, the women's snowboarding. It should be a good night for um, the Olympics. Yeah. But there's some other new things that are on tonight. And this is one that I've been doing a little research on. Um, Snowdrop, it's streaming on Disney Plus, and it's a hit show in Korea, and they're calling it a romance soap opera melodrama. Mm. It's a 16-part romantic thriller, um, and it's all available right now. Um, it stars Blackpink girl group pop star Jisoo as a college student who risks everything after falling for the blood-soaked man who bursts into her dorm, plunging her into a world of political intrigue. Oh, wow. It kind of sounded good. It does sound good. It's called Snowdrop. And that's on Disney+. Plus. Of course, the fourth chapter of the Tommy and Pam thing drops tonight on Hulu. Mm -hmm. And also, if you like Penguins, on um, Channel 2 PBS, um, Penguins Meet the Family. It's the first time a series has featured all 18 species of penguins. Remember so, going to see March of the Penguins? Oh, I went with Aunt Marlene. Love that. Oh my gosh, she was just that was a love great movie. That. 
It was so good. It was so sweet. I never... Did you see that, Brian? March of the Penguins? A long, long time ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's just there was a sweetness to watching that Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. I loved it. There's another big thing called I Can See Your Voice, and it's on Fox at 9 o'clock. Melissa Peterman and Mario Cantone rotate as guest panel, and Liam Ryan performs duets with the winners. Oh, so just to support three of our favorite people on it. And it's tonight, I Can See Your Voice at 8 o'clock. Um, that looks kind of good. And it's the season finale of, um, the book of Bubba Fett. So that's all I got. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. My yeah. gosh. Really? Right now, my, if you don't want to have a life, your TV can be your partner. Yeah. Right now, my comfort TV is, um, Abbott Elementary and, or the Wonder Years. Yeah. Those, half an hour Those things. are half hour sitcoms yep. that are so funny. And I am, I don't know why, but I'm saving my blackish to like watch in a binge because this is the you last season. Want to watch that at what? Isn't that funny? So you're, yeah. yeah. So I'm just like my little comfort TV has been Abbott Elementary, which is a very cute show, and very good, but meaningful. And then I love that Wonder Years, the new Wonder Years. It's so good. Yeah, it's, I, it's as good as the original. It is. It is so, oh, nice. It is so sweet and funny, and the music, and it's just terrific. I like knowing that. I know. And Regé Jean Page is um, narrating a travel document or a a nature documentary. Okay. And I'm just thinking that seems like a good job for him. If I remember correctly. He's got a beautiful voice. We like how he spoke. Oh, Oh, really? And he's got a British accent. He's, he's, I just watched it again. Well, but how he spoke to his voice with, it's lovely. It's It's lovely. It's called, um, Surviving Paradise, a family tale, and it's uh, it's a um, you know, of course, you got famous playing the Duke of Hastings in Bridgerton. Yes, it's a seventy-eight special that will seventy-eight minute special that will focus on the Oka Van Gogh Delta um, in Africa. It's a vast oasis surrounded by a desert. It's a wow. refuge. So it's an animal documentary. Okay, sounds cool. It does, doesn't it? So anyway, he's uh, he's going to be doing that, and uh, it's going to be on Netflix, the nature documentary. Right on. And um, Joe Gorga met his match last night on the Real House of New Jersey. His niece? His niece, Gia, put him in his place. I kind of love that. And, like, I don't know what it is with these Italians on the on uh, New Jersey, but they're always yelling and getting in fights about respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Joe, I feel like I feel like you uh, would understand that. Yeah, but all she said to him is stop trash talking my dad. That it was five years so ago. Bad. He went to jail. He did his time and he got deported where you could Joe Gorga stands up, I've loved you since you were a baby, and storms off. And I'm just like, okay, Gia. I mean, what a goofy uncle. That is a goofy uncle. I'm telling you, you uh, can't. What daughter isn't going to say to somebody, don't you? Only she can trash talk her dad. 100%. And that's not true her, relationships. Yeah. About family members. Yeah. yeah. Not the former f- the s- brother in law. She just read him the riot act. I'm like, good for you. And, you know, Teresa's just like blinking in her poor, that, that, that boyfriend of hers. And his, um, are you still believing she's just Brittany un- said his the spray on tan you'd would be make you nervous <laughs> to invite him to sit anywhere in your house. Okay, after I got my spray on tan before I went to 
Hootie Fest. Yeah. I didn't want to go in the water. I didn't want to take a shower. Oh, yeah. I didn't, but some of so, my clothes, I'd look at the inside of my yeah, yeah. right, those are going to do Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, it's so exciting. It's so exciting to no, have a tan. Louis is like, he's overly tan. And I think it's because he's sweating bullets that he's on that show and he's about to be exposed. He's going to be exposed. Yeah. Something's going to pop up. Teresa, they had a poll last night on Watch Happens. Watch What Happens Live. Yep. Should Teresa get a prenup? prenup? Well, of course. 99% to 1%. I've never... And that was Teresa, <laughs> that 1%. Right. She voted. Never seen that on the Watch What Happens Live poll. Be that upside down. You know? No kidding. It was, so. It was kind of a do good... you anything? Oh, you've got bowling I got bowling tonight. tonight. You've yeah. got bowling. Gonna have a couple cocktails, meet my friend Jackie, hopefully kick some bowling butt. Uh-huh. Uh, we need to win. It's a new... Quarter. It's the last quarter. We, How are you doing this year? How's your team doing? Ah, uh, Julia, we came in. Well, we 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 could have been in um, third to the last place, but we lost by a half a point. And you're we, you're in second to last place. Okay, in the second quarter. So okay. we have three quarters, yes. if you will, three. Yes. You know, and so it's who comes out at the top. So we really need to. I need to be one with my ball. You will tonight. be. You know, Hello Kitty needs to come through tonight. And Brian, if you don't know that her ball is Hello Kitty, it's oh, pink, <laughs> and it has two Hello Kitty faces, and when it rolls, it makes you smile. It's pink. It's the cutest like, ball. It's the lane. cutest ball mm. ever. That's awesome. Yeah, it it's, is. Mine ball usually has a star. Yeah, right. <laughs> it took me two years to get that thing. <laughs> All right, don't you remember? You're like, where is that damn ball? All right, everyone have a great night. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, thanks. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.